Hello and welcome to Weep Spawn. We talk about anything and everything related to anime and gaming. We are by no means experts, just huge fans. I'm your host, Bobby, and with me is Joshua. Hello, Bobby. Glad to be doing another episode, even though we've been on a little hiatus. <laughs> that we have. And we do apologize for that. It just got really busy by holiday season. We were going to try to put out a few more episodes than we did but just with family issues and then with all this sickness going around i'm actually currently recovering from covid myself so i do apologize if you hear me coughing throughout or my voice doesn't seem as normal that is why yep and i currently have a sore throat and <coughs> tested not positive for covid but i will be clearing my throat a little <laughs> bit here and there so hopefully that doesn't become distracting either so yeah we haven't both get sick the, nearly the same time just staggered and we're in different states so and we didn't want to keep going another week without posting so here we are trying to tough it out for you guys so i hope you guys can bypass a few coughs here and there but anyways today's episode is going to continue on our attack on titan with season three and as always, spoilers ahead. Yeah, so season three. This one, it gets a little interesting. There is a lot more fights and a lot more going on in this season. Uh, so last time we left off, we had the Armor Titan and the Colossal Titan steal Aaron and Ymir. And they made a break for it. Just trying to get out of there because the, the scouts were on their tail and they need Aaron for some sort of plan that they have, but we don't know what. So, eventually the scouts caught up with them and they all started to fight and eventually they did save Aaron. And after a decent fight and some frustration, Aaron unlocked an ability of the Titan that is within him that he didn't know he had. So after punching the Smiling Titan, he learned that he was able to temporarily temporarily control the titans around him and after all of the sacrifice that was made to save him he vowed that he would use this ability to help humanity he just needed to learn how to control it it always seems weird that they always end up meeting new abilities but it's just shown in and frankly this seems like it would be op but like does yeah. it at least not in this season i don't i can't say much of season four because i haven't seen it but like i feel i feel besides like a few instances when it like first came to light it doesn't really show up that yeah, much they found a way to really turn this ability into something that he can't access at will without having some knowledge about how the ability works in general so this season actually kind of sets up how this ability works and why Aaron can't just tap into it whenever he pleases so that will lead into season four and the plot points of that but right now it's all about more kind of titan lore and unlocking the secrets to the titans and this ability so that's kind of why it doesn't really show up is because he actually has no way to activate it without some a little more information. Typical shonen <laughs> motive. Yep. But <laughs> that's what 
makes it good is that he doesn't just also he's like all right everyone i command you right be gone <laughs> and it's not like some shonen manga where they just have to have their emotions all riled up and it's like okay now i have this ability this one actually like no matter how hard he tries he can't activate it without something so it's just learning that little bit yeah so as season three starts uh we are with levy levi i don't <laughs> levy <laughs> Levi's squad camping out in the cottage where they are trying to train Aaron to be able to use and control his Titan abilities and see with his Titan abilities see if he can cause his body to harden like Annie in the armor Titan but this is proven to be unsuccessful during this training season Hunch right mm-hmm. yeah okay Hans shows up and tells the group that Pastor Nick was tortured and murdered in the Trost District barracks and believes that the military police is behind it. After hearing the news, Levi believes the military police are trying to hide secrets of the Titans and get a hold of Aaron and Historia. Shortly after, a message arrives saying that Erwin has been arrested, so the scouts abandon their hideout before the military police arrives. And decide to head back to the Trust District. And Jean and... Or is it Jean? I think it's right? Jean. It, okay. I'm not really 100% sure on this. It's it's spelled like Sean, but with a J. But... I didn't know if there... Yeah, I guess, so I don't is know. Is that how you spell Jean as well? Yeah. I don't know. Names are weird. Because <laughs> like sometimes they'll look like they say something. And then they're like, oh no, it's something fancy. So... Jean or Jean, whatever, and Armin disguise themselves as Aaron and Historia, and shortly after arriving, they are kidnapped. But knowing this would happen, Mikasa and the others are able to counter the kidnappers and actually kidnap them instead. <laughs> Reverse kidnap. <laughs> when you try to kidnap someone but get kidnapped yourself. That's a meme right there. Yeah, it is. Uh... Meanwhile, Levi and crew are actually following the real Aaron, and they also get ambushed by someone Levi knows. Kenny the Reaper, or Kenny the Ripper. <laughs> the Ripper. Said Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny the Ripper, and Kenny manages to kill Levi's crew that was tailing the real Aaron in Historia and pin Levi down in a bar. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So, I feel like right from the get-go, this season kind of just starts off hot. Like, it goes in real crazy because all this information is being thrown at you right away. Which, if you had a season gap between it, like, some of these people you might not even remember. Like, Pastor Nick wasn't really a huge character. He was here, there, and there on, like, their missions and stuff. But he was somebody who apparently knows about the information of the Titans inside the wall. So, he's kind of... It's kind of interesting that um, he was murdered, so just murdered all of a sudden. It's like, okay, well, there's that, but he wasn't really that important. And then all of a sudden, they're like, all right, it's the MPs that are behind this. And like, all of a sudden, there's this huge scheme going on in the background. And it's just kind of weird how it all built up. Because I feel like in season one and two, there wasn't really any hints of this build up unless I just wasn't paying attention. I was going to say, it also, 
I think the only really hint was when we saw the Titan in the wall. Right, like there was but that something was like that was the hidden. very end of season two, wasn't it? Um, or am I or am I mistaken? I think that was season I've... one. Oh, it was way back in season one. Jesus. Yeah. I felt like they did nothing in season one. Yeah, I believe that was besides season that one. die. Let me just let me just double check that because now I think my timeline's getting all thrown off. So. This is definitely one that, like, their seasons just blend Mm -hmm. in, which can be good for uh, a show. Don't get me wrong. But then, like you said, like, oh, what's it? Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does blend into one, which, like you said, can be good, but it's hard to keep that timeline straight. Yeah, the only thing I could think of that may have brought suspicion was that, obviously, and then when. The Titans are in the wall. They had they found out like from the village or whatever. Oh, where they appeared, yeah, within the cons- the confines of the wall, like they yeah. came from a village. Yeah, that was weird. But but they always kind of like pointed it at like it was people outside the wall that did right. all this. Like there was no like governmental conspiracy going on until yeah. now. The only real thing that we know of that is weird going on with the government was the fact that these religious zealots know about the Titans, which is strange. So there really wasn't that buildup to be like, oh, yeah, the MP, now it's all coming together. All of a sudden they're just like, yo, I think the MPs are trying to get a hold of Aaron and Historia and cover this shit up. It's like, what? I guess you could kind of figure that out from Pastor Nick being tortured and murdered. They were trying to get information out of him. Yeah, it just it didn't really seem to click in my eyes. And then we have all this going on, like, okay, we're going to go back to the Trost District, and then we're going to trick them into trying to go after the wrong people, and then we're going to get information out of them. And, uh, okay, so I'm going to go over this next scene um, to kind of get a little more information about Kenny the Ripper, because that also is another thing I want to complain about about this season. Like, I really like this show, but the more I dig into it, like, through this podcast, the more I'm disliking certain bits <laughs> of this show. So I'm glad our effect is even going on you. Yeah, like, it's just weird. I am doing this podcast to talk about these shows that I like and maybe even some I don't like. Blood Sea, for example, watch that episode uh, or oh listen to God. that episode because that was a nightmare. But as I do it, I'm starting to learn there's a lot of shit I just, they didn't plan out or they didn't flesh out correctly. And it's just weird. So the next scene kind of shows how badass Levi can be because we already know that he's a very skilled scout at taking down Titans and all this stuff. Like we saw how he attacked Annie and he just he is worth like 10 to 15 scouts in one person. So it kind of allows him to show off his skills because he's (laughs) cornered in this bar he's outnumbered and he finds this musket that is underneath the bar. It's just some old rifle he picks it up and he manages to injure kenny and then kill all of kenny's crew members that are cornering him and manages to escape out of this bar unfazed like he didn't even have to use his gear he was just able to wipe them out so he's more skilled than just with his uh omnidirectional gear he can also do hand-to-hand combat and um, firearms so that reminds me of the darth vader meme we have you surrounded 
all I see is fear and death. <laughs> yeah, basically, Levi is the he. Yeah, he's just the cause of fear and death. There's <laughs> there's no getting around. As much as Levi has even been the ch- Titans are afraid of him. I know. As all the scenarios that he's been in, he gets out so easily. He's just op as shit. So yeah, they need to just put him in more shitty situations, I guess. <laughs> so Mikasa's group hears all this commotion going on and they rush to help, but they are slowly overpowered and they have to fall back and Aaron and Historia are eventually kidnapped and Levi is left empty-handed even though they or yeah, he's he's sort of left empty-handed, but they do actually manage to keep the person that they kidnapped when the fake Aaron and Historia were being chased. So they didn't leave completely empty-handed, but they were basically empty-handed. So through these kidnappers, they kind of had this plan go on. They are able to get information out of people that they need, and they learn that Historia is actually the true heir to the throne. So, like, the king that is in place now over the cities, those... Or that's a fake king, essentially. Historia is the rightful heir. And they also learned that Aaron might actually might actually be forced to be eaten by a titan in order to steal the titan powers that are inside of him. So some people know that Aaron has this titan ability and they want it back. So that's a little bit interesting. And I mean, uh, I think it's pretty well known that he's a titan at this point. Well, yeah, but the ability that he just unlocked, like they're trying to steal his new thing back from him. So that is, yeah, it's just like Aaron is getting more important as the days go on, it seems. Gotcha. I thought they were like just now they're like, hey, haha, we know you're a Titan. And then he's just like, yeah, so no. does everyone in the country. No, it's, it's more about the ability that he's able to control Titans, I think, that they want. Even okay, though they probably makes... wouldn't know how to control it. But that makes sense because I'm just like. I'm pretty sure yeah, that no, they you definitely can't blackmail know. him about that because they even had a court session about it. <laughs> yeah, they they want to they basically want to eat him and take his powers. But one thing I did want to talk about now that Kenny the Ripper's out of the way for a brief moment is I just did not like the introduction of Kenny the Ripper. I felt like it was just extremely out of place, and I know we talked about. Uh, in season two episode, we talked about how this show is not very good at letting you learn information and sit on it for a while. They like to give you the information right when you need it. So I just really didn't like the way their, their story exposition was, I suppose, because they're like, hey, we need a way to bring in someone that rivals Levi Ackerman, but... We have nobody that has been introduced yet. So let's introduce Kenny the Ripper and then immediately bring him into the scene following the explanation of who Kenny the Ripper is. So this was just a random character they pulled out of thin air, threw in, and massacred Levi's crew and then pinpointed Levi. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like they needed someone like Levi's too OP. Let's throw someone in here and bring him down a notch. But then they didn't even manage to bring him down a notch because then he just was able to escape out of it. 
I don't know. I feel like they could have easily done this whole exposition without Kenny's introduction or if they introduced his character earlier and then worked his way in there. That's just my feeling. It was just too forced. Yeah, it's almost like they had to have a, I guess, villain that wasn't a titan in the Mm -hmm. walls for them to fight. So they just kind of like, hey, let's just put this mass murderer here. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure it would go over well. They did manage to, I, I mean, we might talk about it a little later. I didn't really plan on talking about it but they did manage to link kenny the ripper to levi ackerman in a more personal way but the fact that they did that makes me even more upset with how they introduced kenny because levi never even mentioned the fact that this guy was close to him until they needed him in the scene so they could have easily hinted at him episodes ago a few seasons like season one season two like hey yeah i was raised by this guy i'm this is how i learned to be this elite soldier so we have to be aware that this man's still out there, but that's just not what they did. And I don't know. It's just frustrating the way that they like to push their storyline a little bit. Yeah. Or they could have done like the, how he's like killed people and stuff like that. Like what if they found dead bodies and he knew exactly who it was just by seeing like a technique true like how he, yeah it was killed like he had a and signature it, yeah and then like he's like he was the first person to recognize it or like even if he doesn't say it outright he has some visual confirmation that he knows who this is and maybe you do the whole cliche where he goes off on his own to confront him and he's like why are you in this city i thought i told you to like ne- i don't never want to see you again and blah 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 stuff like that yeah i feel like could have done a lot better yeah, I agree. So I'm just maybe this season, maybe our Attack on Titan trilogy that we've done so far is just a roasting session of Attack on Titan, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because it's actually one of the shows we both enjoy. Yeah, I really enjoy but... the show, but at the same time, I'm absolutely <laughs> hating it. And once we get to season four, there will be even more roasting. I will we'll get there when we get there, but <laughs> so. Getting back a little bit on track. After this, we do get a flashback of Historia telling us about her family life at the Reese or Rice. I think it's Reese, uh, but I would pronounce it Rice, but I'm pretty sure they pronounce it Reese in the show. Just the way it's spelled makes me think it's Rice. That's what I thought so, too, but... The R estate. (laughs) And now we have a father, Rod R. So that way you guys can't yell at me if I'm pronouncing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) has plans like you mentioned to have aaron eaton and on top of all this erwin god their their names are so similar there's a lot of like e's and a's so it's uh, yeah what do you get when you cross aaron and armin you get erwin erwin wants to i know i actually just think about that i was making that joke but now i'm like wait Anyways, Eren wants to overthrow the government since the king is a fraud and Historia is the true heir. And he wants to bring stability back to the force. Sorry, I'm wrong one. <laughs> back to Walmaria and to learn about what's in 
Aaron's basement, which I think honestly is probably about sixty to seventy percent of his motive. Yeah, but for sure. let's just let's just say it's for the good of the people. And while Erwin was planning a coup d'etat, Levi was planning a siege of the Ar State. To set his coup d'etat in motion, he made a proposal to the king to take back Walmaria to help prevent a civil war. Because, you know, you don't want to fight two fronts, the titans and the people. But this proposal was shut down rather quickly. But during this hearing, news arrives that Walrose has been breached. The king's response to this was to lock the citizens out. Noble king. And let them die to the titans. But unknown to the king, this announcement was actually false. And it was revealed to everyone pretty much that the king was a piece of shit. And he didn't really care. He only cared about like the wealthy portion of the population. Mm-hmm. So because of... Yeah, exactly. So showing his true colors, it was no trouble at this point. To get the people's support to overthrow the king. Yeah, man. It's like when that happened, when I was watching the scene, I'm like, is this actually a thing or are they faking this? And then it like all made sense after they're like, yeah, that was fake. Now let's overthrow. And I'm like, oh, all right. All right. Good for you. Thank you guys. That was well planned because you had me thinking for a second. Could you just imagine, though, if it like. Just out of sheer coincidence, it did happen, and like they thought this, and then the dude's like, "No, it's been breached." And Aaron's just gonna, "You did a good, you did good, soldier. You can repair." Like, no, 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 for real. <laughs> oh god, there are titans here. <laughs> they're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> oh, that'd be rough. Just like pure coincidence, titans actually did breach during the plan. So yeah, after that whole thing was going on that coup d'etat was set in motion and now we look back at how Aaron and company is doing. So it turns out Aaron is now shirtless and chained up in a crystal cave and Historia is approaching him because they're into some real, really weird shit now. And as she approaches him, Historia actually touches him and she realizes that, well, so she touches him and memories start to flood into both of them and Aaron realizes that his father gave him the basement key, which he already knew. But after doing so, his father actually turned him into a Titan. And then his father allowed Aaron to eat himself. So, yeah, we learned that Aaron's own father turned him into a Titan and then was consumed. And we then see Historia learns that she has a sister that all of her memories were erased from her mind. And this sister had the powers of the founding Titan. And and she had these powers until Aaron's father came along and ate her and then murdered her siblings and mother. So, yeah, it was kind of like this hidden memory within both of them that they didn't even realize was happening. Aaron learns that his father massacred Historia's family and then passed that power on to Aaron and leaving him with those memories as well. And Historia is learning stuff about her family that she never even realized because her memories were altered. And then during all this, Kenny the Ripper arrives and 
he knows that Levi Ackerman is about to show up and attack. So he says, be prepared. And it's kind of weird because like Kenny the Ripper shows up and he's like, hey, I've been in loyal service to the Reese family, the R family for so long. It's my family's duty to serve you. And it's like, where did this come from? Like we just introduced to you, you as a character. And now you're coming here like, yeah, this it's been my lifelong duty to serve this family. It's like, I don't even know who you are, but whatever. So, yeah, we're we're getting ready for a Levi attack. That's all that matters here. And, you know, you need to be prepared or scared if uh, Levi gets prepared. Yeah, exactly. So don't give that man we... plan. To, don't give that man time to plan. So now Levi groups storms the cave and Kenny works to hold him back while Rod R tries to convince Historia to turn into a Titan and eat Aaron. Because have have they explained up to this point why eating them transfers the powers yet? No, they just know like there's some special abilities and the only way to transfer it is to be a Titan yourself and eat them. That's all really right. all we know. Either be eaten. I guess right. so. <laughs> but Historia can't do it and throws down. <laughs> she took the Titan here and threw it on the ground. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that came up when I saw when I read that. But Historia doesn't want to turn into a Titan and throws his serum on the ground, smashing it in her father. Father starts to lick the serum from the ground because like that's very sanitary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and transforms into a massive titan. Levi takes this opportunity to free Aaron, but now they must quickly escape because... <laughs> <laughs> I realize... <laughs> really poor choice of a name there. <laughs> Because Rod's massive size <laughs> is destroying the cave. <laughs> really poor choice of writing there. <laughs> like it could. <laughs> you know what? Let's just move on. Let's pretend that didn't even didn't even happen. Oh God, her. F- uh, nope. <laughs> no matter how you word that, he's a very large titan, and he break cave. Aaron finds the serum labeled hardening and quickly uses it and grants his Titan the same ability Annie has. And he uses this to save his friends from the cave collapse. So now chalk on another ability that he just got. At least this one's explained. It was like mutatedly in him. Yeah, but I have some issues. I'm going to go on about this later, maybe. I have some issues that there was just a serum that had the ability of hardening in it because knowing the information that I know about the Titans and stuff like that, I just don't think that they would have a random serum labeled. I don't know. I don't think they would have this serum. It seems like a plot point that they just threw in there in order to save the day and progress it later on. But I do not like the fact that the serum was here. It doesn't really make sense to me story-wise. Um, no, because Annie was not part of the royal family. Yeah, and it's like her ability, her Titan's ability was basically to have the hardening and like good combat abilities. I don't see why there would be a serum that also could grant that to another Titan because that's not the Titan's ability. Like the, I believe the Titans have their own special powers 
and there's only one way to get those powers and that's eating another titan you don't just inject them with a serum and all of a sudden like you have this new power i don't know it seems really plot holy to me that this is just here they just had the serum the only thing i could think of is when they captured annie if because they're the royal family they could have tried to get some experiment from them or maybe they chipped part of the crystallized cocoon she was at something but yeah it's still a little like it's very stretch to yeah, like, find I out get, a reason I, why it's there yeah i understand the serum itself to make pure titans these titans that are just roaming dumb and idiotic but i don't understand the <clears> point <throat> of having powered abilities within the serum so yeah that's just my two cents didn't like it. You can continue. Just had to throw <laughs> that in there. But even though they are safe from the cave collapse, they still have to deal with the absolutely massive unit that is Rod R. He is a titan so massive and deformed that he can't stand or even lift his head up. All he's capable of doing at this point is just crawling towards the nearest city hoping to devour the citizens. Which would be freaking scary in its own right. Mm-hmm. I mean, just dragging your face across the ground. Exactly. I think that at least he still has the fear factor plenty. Right. <laughs> He's letting off, though, so much steam that no one can get close enough. Because just like the. What? Colossal. Colossal Titan. Thank you. I don't know why, like that. I was like, the tall meter thing <laughs> i'm like i couldn't think of his name for it It just blinked on me but just like how for some reason the bigger they are they decide to let off more and more steam but since his ob- objective is so obviously clear everyone plans to set up a trap for him they allow him to get to the walls and bombard him with the cannon fire but it, it has very little effect and then they strapped his arms with tons of explosives and caused him to collapse. And Aaron goes into his Titan form and just shoves some good old gunpowder right in his <laughs> mouth. Which blows up his nape where the like uh, the weak point of all the Titans are from the inside out. And after he is finished, Historia agrees to take up her role in becoming... The new queen. Yeah. So that was pretty quick and easy for that to happen. Like, Aaron's saved, and now we have a new queen. The king's resigned or executed. I don't know what they do to him. But yeah, and she's like, yeah, I'll do it. Fuck it. Like, I like power. What's (laughs) up? So now things are really beginning to look up. The government is in Historia's hands, which means plans will be much more easily obtainable and Aaron has a hardening ability and the plans for regaining Walmaria are in effect. The objective is to seal the wall with Aaron's new ability and then search the basement for what has been hidden down there for over five years now. So Erwin plans on leading this mission himself. There's no room for error. He, and like you said, like pretty sure most of his motive is the fact that he wants to see what's down there. Like with his own eyes, he, is just so obsessed with it and they all begin to set out so as they begin their journey we actually get a 
side shot of Reiner and Bertholdt at Walmaria, and they're sitting on top of it waiting for their arrival. So they they know that their goal is to get to this basement and figure out what's down there. So they their thought is might as well just wait and have them come to us. So that's going to be a fight very soon. So they do arrive at the wall eventually, and Aaron actually closes up the hole very easily. There's no resistance. And as he's doing this, Armin finds a campsite that was recently used. So he quickly tells everyone that they need to they need to search because the enemy is here and they're hiding somewhere. So they begin to like search the walls and search all around. And it is when someone gets very close to a position that Reiner's in, he bursts out of a hole in the wall that was covered up and he immediately transforms into the armored Titan and an ambush takes place. The scouts are trapped with Titans all around because Titans all of a sudden form out of nowhere and the entrance that they came into the wall through is now surrounded and the beast Titan is there and closes up the hole. So they're basically trapped in this city with nowhere to go. So fighting breaks out and scouts are trying to protect the horses to protect their means of escape when this is all over. And the other scouts that aren't protecting horses are taking out the Titans. And Reiner is trying to chase down Aaron. But the fight between them goes a little differently this time because Aaron has this hardening ability, which he's able to focus it into his hands and use it to kind of break Reiner's armor just by punching and tearing because his bones don't break now when he is fighting Reiner. So it's much different and he gains the advantage rather quickly. And when he starts to gain the advantage, they start to attack Reiner and go in for the kill. And this is a very interesting part where they had these new spears that Hanj created. They called them thunder sticks, I believe. Thor. I thought they were like Thor sticks or I thought it was named something. Thor something. Yeah, uh, something like that. Either way, they explode and they are nasty. So they are able to like launch them into Titans and just obliterate them. So they're doing this and they're using them on Reiner. And before they can actually kill Reiner, he lets out a roar that signals to the Beast Titan to throw a barrel over the wall that <coughs> contains Bertolt. And he actually is over the city and transforms and causes this massive explosion that is pretty wild. It's like a nuke, essentially. And before we get into the colossal fight... <laughs> I'm going to say Reiner should 200% be dead. The fucking plot armor on this armored Titan is astonishing. Like, they introduced new weapons. They literally did everything. They countered his ass to the fucking T. <laughs> and then they made some bullshit way to, like, they literally decapitated him essentially but apparently he has some titan power that he's able to move his entire conscious his entire oh, nervous being to yeah. his brain that's what it was wasn't it i, I was trying to figure out why he survived but yeah he yeah and then he goes so back bad. i'm like what kind of bullshit titan power is that literally nobody 
No Titan, nothing. The whole point of the <laughs> Titans is your weak spot is your neck. And now you're telling me this motherfucker learned how to, like, move his soul? Like, his whole brain activity? Like, how do you stop the electricity flowing through your body to just your brain to survive that? <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty dumb. I forgot how he survived, and that brings that back. And it Yeah, was, very dumb. It seriously was just, like, complete bullshit because... Because, like, I know we talked about this briefly prior to recording, but it's almost like they have plans for him that he, they wanted him to survive, but it's like, if that's the case, don't put him in these situations that are basically a death sentence. Make it so he barely gets out. He manages to parry, I don't know, something. Don't make him ex- completely explode and be like, yeah, I moved my brain. Yeah, like, what the fuck was that? Because he lost the Aaron. The Thor Spears did exactly what they were supposed to do. He got completely overwhelmed. And then they just bring up this bullshit way of why he survived. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> like, cool. I'm like, you should be dead. There, no, you, you, you're dead. You should be <laughs> dead. There's no reason in hell why you should be alive at this point. But anyways, going back to the Colossal Titan, as you mentioned, he transforms, which causes a huge explosion, and it causes debris to fire and fly all over the city, causing panic and making it difficult to fight back. Meanwhile, the Beast Titan is throwing stones at the scouts on the other side of the wall, killing many and destroying buildings. He's just like grabbing a boulder, crushing it in his hands, and then just chucking them. So they're basically like mini cannons. Yeah, Yeah. artillery fire. Going Uh. and destroying everything in its path. Levi and Erwin need to make a difficult decision because... Pursuing the Beast Titan head-on would mean certain death. Eren convinces Levi of a plan to attack the Beast Titan from the side, with Eren and his troops charging directly at the Beast Titan. They decide to scream and shoot flares to block basically all his senses, pretty much, so Levi could sneak up. And the plan seems to be working as the Beast Titan is preoccupied slaughtering all the scouts <laughs> and doesn't notice Levi using the Titans that were surrounding them as cover and leverage to get to the Beast Titan. He literally took them out one by one and because of the whole screaming and flares clouding his view, Beast Titan was none the wiser. And as Levi gets to the Beast Titan, he once again shows how he is the best scout and immediately (laughs) incapacitates the beast titan and pulls zeke out to immobilize him yeah i just have to say out of all the complaining that i had for this entire season so far this scene was like chills because it was so fucking intense because i mean i we described it in in two seconds basically but this scene went on for an entire episode and these people were under siege hiding behind buildings and if they didn't do anything the buildings were going to break and they were all going to die and our uh Irwin was like yo let's just sacrifice ourselves like and he gave this huge speech about it's better to die in battle than it is to cower and wait for death to come or something along those lines and then you have 
Levi coming up the side, just slaughtering Titans. And then he was zipping through killing Zeke or killing his beast Titan. And it's like, holy shit. Like this is why Levi is the best scout out there. And then it's funny because Irwin was very upset that he wasn't going to be able to see the basement him for his, in his own eyes. And I just find that humorous because our entire thing is like, he just really wants to see the basement. That's the whole reason why he came. And that's like one of the last things through his mind. Like, damn, I didn't get to see that basement. It's like, what? All right. That's on your mind as you're being <laughs> attacked with shrapnel and artillery. It's just very interesting. But yeah, I loved this scene. Like they did it really well. <sighs> so just when you think that they've won, the cart Titan ends up. This, this, there's this cart Titan, by the way. They they mention it briefly, actually. It's not one of those things where it's like, what the fuck is that? The cart Titan has been here for a while, and you see him in other scenarios, and it's just not really talked about because there's no. This is the first time they're seeing it, but not the first time we're seeing it. So the cart Titan is there, and it just seemed like an abnormal Titan that's all strange and shit. But it turns out that it has some form of intelligence because it was standing next to Beast Titan, and as soon as he pulls Zeke out, it quickly grabs Zeke and it flees. So we're like, oh shit, like this motherfucker just ruined everything, and the Beast Titan might be able to come back. So meanwhile, after all that was going on, the fight with the Colossal Titan is still raging on, but Armin devises a plan to use himself as bait similar to how Erwin just used a plan to use himself as bait. And during this distraction, Aaron will take out the Titan. Because at this point, no one can get close enough. And the only time that there's a slight opening is when the Colossal Titan uses steam. Because when it uses steam, all its energy goes to using that attack rather than moving. So, uh, Armin comes up and... The Colossal Titan takes the bait and uses a steam attack on Armin, and Armin gets caught in it and is essentially burned alive. But Aaron was able to use this opportunity to successfully carry out the plan, and he was able to go in through the nape and pull Bertolt out of the Titan and capture him and immobilize him, similar to how they did with Zeke. So during all this, they managed to bring... Bertolt to the ground and kind of have him restrained and they other people um i think it's mikasa is over with reiner and they're like all right let's plan on using the serum that we have from the cave incident there's another serum let's plan on using that and stealing the armored titan's abilities and just as they're about to oh well this one was the armored titan oh just before they were about to do that the cart titan's like What's up, bitch? I'm taking that from you. And steals Reiner and runs off. And through all this, they actually leave Bertolt behind. So Zeke, Reiner, and the cart Titan dip out of there. And Bertolt is left behind. And they're like, well, we still have a Titan and Armin's dying. So let's use the serum on Armin, save him, and then acquire the colossal power at the exact same time. Two birds with one stone. So they're like, all right, yeah, let's do that. That seems to be our best plan of action. Well, just before they do that, an ultimatum appears because one of the few surviving members of the suicide attack appears, and he has a nearly dead Lieutenant Irwin. And now they have to make the choice between saving Armin or Irwin. 
and after a lot of fighting and a lot of yelling, Levi's like, we're reviving Erwin. And then he decides at the last minute, fine, let's save Armin because it'll kind of make Erwin's death pointless. He went on this heroic rampage and he deserves to just rest in peace. So he's like, all right, let's save Armin and obtain the colossal power. So yeah, that was a that was a tough one to watch. It's like God, like you don't want either of them to die because they're both decent people, but at the same time you're like I've we've seen Armin a lot more than we've seen Irwin, so we sort of want Armin to survive a little bit more. <laughs> or at least that's how I felt. I think one of the didn't Levi say he was like it's time to put the devil to rest or something too. Yeah, I think so. Yep. He just, Erwin needed his time. It was his time. He didn't have to live on with uh, the choices that he had to make and all that shit. He doesn't get to see the basement. Yeah, he never (laughs) got to. Poor Erwin. (laughs) (laughs) So after this whole ordeal went down and the scouts are able to finally calm and compose themselves, they finally head to the infamous basement where the key doesn't work. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, are you serious? Like, what the fuck was this all about? <laughs> I legitimately thought, I'm like, it, it's a wooden door. <laughs> yeah. Like, please tell me you guys aren't going to leave. And Levi's like, fuck, fuck peace. <laughs> and broke it open. But then we, di- we discovered that the key was actually used for the desk. And I was like, oh, okay, at least the key had its purpose. And it contains three books within it. They find in one book a picture of Aaron's father next to a woman that is not Aaron's mother holding a child that is also not Aaron. The back of the picture talked of a land with advanced technology in a world where people lived in luxury. After returning to the main city, Aaron experiences memories of when his father was a child in the city. Because if you do recall, he ate his father. Delicious. <laughs> so I guess he's able to tap into that power now mm-hmm. too, or because his story is able to, and he has royal blood in him because his father, he ate his father who ate someone else with <laughs> the royal blood. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's a family I- tree of Titan power. Yeah, I'm not really hun- – so I have some theories when we get into season four about the whole um, memory unlocking thing. But I think it, it comes with the territory of being a Titan. Once you eat someone you who's a Titan, you get all of the memories of their previous life. So I don't know why it's taking so long for Aaron to unlock them, but maybe opening up the basement unlocked the abilities to see more into his father's past. So – I think that's why he's starting to be able to experience some of his father's childhood and stuff. Well, and then you also got to realize he hasn't been turning into a Titan all the time because I'm because I feel like these people like the armored Titan, the colossal Titan, the female Titan, they've obviously shown that they either have training or they've done this multiple times because even when Ymir was a titan when her first time she doesn't remember some of her things so with him only recently starting to get a hang of his titan powers it 
wouldn't come to surprise that he didn't unlock like everything right away because that would probably destroy his mind (laughs) right fair enough fair enough so after he gets these memories of his father when he was a child in a city that was very different from his own he belonged to a group of people called eldians i think i'm pronouncing that right Mm -hmm. yeah that was discriminated discriminated against by the marlies these are very like (laughs) unique ways to classify people i think it's like kind of like their race it it very much reminds me of like nazi germany with uh the nazis and the jews i think that's hugely what this is based off of this marlies and eldians type thing where the eldians are the jews and the marlies are the nazis in this case and we find out when he grew up he joined a resistance group and he married the woman in the photo and had a son named zeke he tried to raise his son to infiltrate the marlies but it backfires as zeke reports them causing them to be taken to an island where the entire revolutionary group except for Aaron's father, is turned into titans and kicked over a wall. An Eldian that infiltrated the Marlies actually saved Aaron's father from being turned into a titan. This man explained that those that inherit titan abilities only live for for about 13 years. And now he must pass it on through being eaten or dying and is selecting and it's selecting someone random. After this, the man transfers his titan to Aaron's father, who was given the mission to obtain the founding titan and pass it on. So, yeah, that when that reminds me of like if you select someone at random. So that would have meant if they didn't eat Beotold, that a random ass yeah. titan could become like have the powers does that mean like someone who's already able to turn into a titan just randomly gets it or like i think it means if someone else turns into a titan now they have a chance of it right getting it well so that's what i i don't remember i don't know if they explained it in more detail but i from my understanding i actually thought because that is interesting that you mentioned someone who is a titan turns gets the ability I thought it was someone who is not a Titan gets the ability, like maybe at birth or something. But I don't know. But I feel and like that wouldn't happen because I feel because. All right, because think of it like how his Aaron's father did it with him. He had to inject him to be a Titan, to eat him to gain his ability. So I feel like they you have to be a Titan. It can't just be a normal person. So I possibly. But I don't know. It's just weird because like it says it's like someone random. Does that mean like right away or can there be a time where there there is no colossal titan? Yeah, I don't know. Cuz then imagine that like say it does select a random titan out in the world. Imagine being out in the middle of nowhere surrounded by <laughs> other titans and all of a sudden you just transform <laughs> into a person. It's like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> 
<laughs> well, this sucks. Or just imagine you're running away from a group of titans, and then one of those titans just turns into the colossal titan. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so not 100% sure on that one, but... Because if yeah, that... So it was... Oh. No, go ahead. Because I was about to say, then a strategy, depending on, like, how quickly it, like, would select person at random, if you manage to get a couple of these powered titans and just kill them off, like, would you have time before they're able to get a new titan? Or, like, how, like you said, how quickly does it, like, transform? Yeah, even if it did select someone new instantly, it's like, you know how difficult it would be to find that titan? Or that person again, because they. I mean, if it was the colossal titan, it might not be that hard. (laughs) True, but um, yeah, because they were spending so long trying to find the founding titan's ability, and then they realized it's an Aaron, and that's only because Aaron transformed into a titan on accident. So it's like, how long could Aaron have gone before they realized, like, oh shit, this is our guy? And then would he have died of his short life cycle before they even figured it out? And they're like, well, now we got another thirteen years to figure out where the founding titan is again and does now does that also would that give aaron a reason or that also explains why they never like kill him but Mm -hmm. it also it's like aaron has now a way out yeah well that too but aaron has a way out now because if he decides like if he ever gets captured he can threaten to kill himself and then they would be fucked because if they if he does manage to kill himself before they can like transfer the po- the power now this titan's ability is randomly selected now and like you said we don't know if it's instant if it's not and then you saw how long it took him to realize his powers like what if it mm-hmm. takes him a little bit longer to like the next person to realize he had he's the founding titan or he gets yeah. eaten by another titan and like the <laughs> thing gets all the cycle keeps going. And then on top of that, it's already been five or six years after he's been given this Titan ability, so he's already halfway through his life now. Like, he only has seven, eight more years of life before he dies, so dude needs to hurry up and get on with saving the world. I wonder how they die. Like, of um, old age. I, so I think the guy that Aaron's father was talking to that passed on his thing I think he was saying he was already at the end of his line I think it basically your body just kind of like dies because I think that's why he gave Aaron's father the titan was because he's like I'm about at the end of my rope I guess that makes sense because like with all the the regenerative powers of the titans and everything it wouldn't seem weird that your lifespan shortened because it's basically condensing what up yeah so say you were 10 and you were going to live to 80 now you have the regenerative powers of 70 years now into 13 Mm. or whatever so that's why your cells can regen obviously that's like just hypothesis and all that (laughs) stuff because cells don't regenerate that fast but i'm just saying like it kind of makes sense now why they don't live forever is because it, right. it's literally eating away at their lifespan. So that makes you wonder then how old is or how long have all the others been? Because like I said, it feels like they've had training on their Titan form. And right. if there's anything like Aaron, 
I feel like they had to have at least been a couple years minimum with how right, much so they like, know. Where, where are they at their their point in their lives? And if you ever get close, like for Annie, if uh, if she was close, she could always just freeze herself and then basically wait to pass on and be like, ha ha, fuck you guys. I'm out of this bitch. Yup. Oh, man. <laughs> but enough enough speculation. Let's uh, get on with just finishing. We're at the last episode. We can... The last bit of the episode. Oh, also, I'd like to mention when the revolutionaries were being injected with serum and tossed over the edge, one of them, the one that was actually Aaron Yeager's father's wife, so the lady in the photo, was actually the same Titan that ate Aaron's mother. So, fun fact. I think they kind of made that obvious, but I can't remember how obvious it was. So, very interesting, I thought. So, after learning all of this information, uh, Historia actually decides that the truth must be known to the world. Everyone has the right to know that Titans are being brought in from a different country, that there's an enemy outside the walls, a mutual enemy that's not just Titans. So, the world of the walls have the enemies of the titans and they have people enemies that they didn't really even realize were a thing yet so it after all these years i don't know it's just you think you only had one major enemy but really it was an enemy that was just tossing in wild animals like you're you're in a cage and there are people outside the cage giving you wild, like putting wild animals in the cage with you. And you have no idea that that's even happening. So they decide to let everyone know that this is going on. And after about a year, all the Titans without are within the walls are killed. And where people turn to their homes to rebuild. And the scouts eventually go on a survey mission outside the walls again. That hasn't happened in like five years. And... They travel so far, and they discover a titan that is far too weak to move, and they draw the conclusion that they must be really close to the location where the Eldians are turned into titans. And shortly after that, they discover a wall that Aaron's father was eventually thrown from, or jumped from, when he was turned into a titan. So, we discover this giant wall, and it's like, well, that's it, cliffhanger, we're here. And they do manage to see the ocean on the other side of the wall and stuff, but then they all, like, have the thought of, shit, now that we're here, we have another enemy that we're going to have to face soon, and this sucks. And so, are those the the Marleys? Is it, like, definite proof that they're, like, the, the Titans that have been attacking, or are they, like, just pure humans? Have it... So... The, the Marleys are the bad guys, and the Eldians were the ones that were turned into the Titans and thrown from the wall. But I'm talking about, like, the the Beast Titan and all of them. Oh. Because has it shown any in this season right now? I don't think the, so. I think it's implied okay. that they are from there. Well, yeah, I, I think it's heavily implied because... The Titan ability that Aaron has came from that land. Because an Eldian gave Aaron's father the ability. And then Aaron's father brought it to the wall. So I believe 
that it's implied that the other Titan abilities also came from outside of the walls from the Marley territory. If that makes sense. Yeah, because I'm just trying to still, because I haven't seen like the fourth season and everything. Because it's like, all right, so th- the Marleys were developing powers, but then they were just tossing random people, injecting them and tossing them outside the walls to essentially die is what I assume. Mm-hmm. But it's like, were those failed batches? Were you experimenting on them? And if you were experiment experimenting on them, why are you tossing them out of the wall? Because what if one of them does get a power and does survive out there then? And it's like, is that maybe how this society was made someone escaped or someone lived and that's why there was that whole religion about the titans and stuff like that and it just makes you kind of wonder because i'm just like Mm -hmm. because why would the beast titan and all these people be fighting regular humans if they were the eldians that survived wouldn't they have a grudge against the Marleys, not these random-ass people? Unless there's obviously something we don't know about these people. But right. from what I'm no, seeing in is... everything, I'm just it just confuses me a little bit because I, I feel if these... But it makes sense people that these beast yeah. titans are the Marleys, not the Elderians. But then it just confuses me because it's like... <laughs> why are they turning them into titans to toss them over like why aren't they right. just executing them it's like they're purposely doing this because they built the wall for a reason because they knew mm-hmm. this shit was going to happen so <clears throat> was like was obviously before titans came was there whatever numerous nations <laughs> And they decided to build a wall and no one got fucking curious. Like why they decided to build a hundred meter wall and everyone's like, okay, cool. They're cool with that. And then they started throwing Titans out to destroy everyone. Like, so I really like these theories and all I can say is your answers will, your questions will be answered in the next season. But I do like all the theories you're coming up with. And to answer one of your questions, cause you said, um, if they are Eldians, then why aren't they? Why are they fighting these people and not the Marleys? And actually, we do know that the Beast Titan Zeke is an Eldian because it is Aaron Yeager's yeah. half brother. So, and we know that means he must have came from this other city rather than within the wall. So we do know that he is Eldian and he has this ability. But why is he fighting the people within the walls and not the Marleys? That is the question. Well, it already said that he flipped. Because Zeke was the one that... True, yeah. It was a backfired... So he's not... Like, he's Eldian, but I don't know if I would consider him Eldian. Yeah, because he's, like, brainwashed from childbirth. Yeah, so it's like, okay, so since he was an Eldian, but now, I guess, a Marley, so does that... With that... Wouldn't that imply that everyone else is also brainwashed and fighting for the Marleys? But that would also 
so that would also infer that they know what they're doing with these Titan powers since they're formulating them. So then again, why are they giving Titan or random people their enemies Titan powers and tossing them over the wall? Why wouldn't they just drop them off and let them be eaten by Titans? That's what I'm confused about now because it's like, were they bad batches? Did they know they were just going to turn into regular Titans? Like, were they failed power batches? Because, like, is there something wrong with this serum that makes it so they can't transform back to humans? And that's what, a, like, majority of these Titans are. But then I'm confused, too, because during the ambush scene, all those Titans that transformed... They obviously did it of their own will because it was planned, but they will all look like regular plain-ass titans. So do some mm. of them s stay their sanity? Do some not? Why are you giving your enemies a potential power that can destroy you? <laughs> I like all these. I like all these questions, <laughs> and they will be answered. They definitely, definitely will be answered. So uh, well, I cannot give you those answers. <laughs> those were numerous questions, but I get that's kind of my question of the day is mm -hmm. what I think what is the <laughs> what is the purpose of transforming your enemies into titans and tossing them overboard? That's what is so confusing to me right now. Mm -hmm. I get it, uh, and I feel like one or two answers will solve all of the other <laughs> questions. But yeah, so and we'll discuss that when we get to. Uh, season four of attack and Titan. i don't know quite exactly when that'll be because it um depends on us finishing season four and yeah so for now i guess that is the end of the attack on titans series because uh yeah we gotta we gotta catch up <laughs> mainly what it comes down to <laughs> so uh yeah and you did your question of the day do you have any other questions of the day or no I that mean, be your question. I was about to say my question of the day was kind of mixed with all of those questions, just because <laughs> yeah. it's because it's like one would lead to another. Like I said, like the whole mm -hmm. why would you potentially give your enemy a a titan that might have an ability? Yeah, like so, are they failed batches? Do they? How do they know they're failed batches? If they are trying to create powers, why didn't they keep them to experiment on? Because I'm sure with their advanced technology, they could probably easily hold them down or like do it safely mm -hmm. or semi-safely to the point where it's... I, I just don't understand the point of <laughs> injecting yeah. them and then throwing them outside the wall. Well, if, maybe this curiosity will entice you to watch season four. <laughs> because it's like, if you were just going to kill... That's such a roundabout-ass way to kill that yeah. someone if and would let me tell you the first couple episodes of season four are like what the fuck is even going on so it, it gets weirder okay it gets weird but yeah that and that's just there's my... some plot holes that piss me off so i can't wait to talk about those yeah so that's just mine because it's like the more we learned about it and everything like basically how titans came to be now i'm just curious as to like well, how did this nation come to be? Like, why did they build walls? Did they know they were going to do right. this? Like, was this originally weaponized? Uh, but 
Did they lose control of it? How? I don't know. It, it leaves you with a <laughs> lot of right. questions. So that'll be it for this episode. So don't forget to show us some love and support at patreon.com slash weebspawn. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at weebspawn. And you can contact us at weebspawn at gmail.com. And we will try to be better at social media because we are two people making a podcast that both absolutely <laughs> suck at social media. So that's on us. Yeah, like we said, there was a, plus there was just a lot of holidays and stuff, but I guess we yeah. should be a little bit more and just try to tweet out stuff whenever we notice anything. Because like, yeah. I recently just watched the Violet Evergarden movie that I didn't realize Ooh. was already that's been out since 2020. Apparently, yeah. Uh, I I just hopefully we do that episode soon. Of this oh my show. god, that that movie. Uh, I'm just glad that movie was made. That's all I'll have to say about that. Yeah. But. All right. Well, let's sign off because Taylor's yelling at the cats and I should probably go help. <laughs> all right. That's all, right. all for us today. I've been your host, Bobby. And I'm Joshua. And we will see you guys next time when we weeb spawn.